Hello, and welcome back to Sass Stories and Sarcasm. I'm your host, Brian, and I'm with Mary. This is episode 29. This week, we have two segments for you. Segment number one is a Gonzaga update. They played the Huskies this week, and it was a real nail-biter. And then segment number two is the legend of the Christmas pickle. And also, we need to give our listeners an update on who won our Christmas ornament giveaway. And Mm -hmm. it is, drumroll, my Aunt Betty Lou. (laughs) Woo! So I'll give you your Christmas ornament next time I see you. Congratulations. And Brian, what's new with you this week? So this week I've been studying for uh, finals, which will occur next week, next Tuesday is when it starts. On the 11th, so this week On the 11th. Okay, this week. On the 11th, Tuesday, uh, that's when the finals start. So uh, it's been uh, pretty dead on campus, at least I see. Uh, Everyone's been... uh, depressed looking <laughs> and uh looks like everyone's forgetting to like shave and like wash their hair or whatever <laughs> you know you know how it is uh yeah um yeah so my, my weekly update was just uh the finals is coming up and uh you can feel a sense of doom across campus of course i'm doing pretty well academically so i'm not i'm not feeling doom nobody needs to worry about me uh you're not but, feeling uh, doom but you are sounding sick yeah, I, I am a little sick. I think I'm not sure if I'm sick. It's uh, it's sick. just a little runny nose. I, I don't know what what it is, you know, or who gave me a runny nose. But I, I'm a clean person, so I definitely did get sick by myself. Some jerk out there probably coughed on me or sneezed on me or did something terrible. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that that that's my status. So maybe maybe I'm getting a little runny nose. Who knows? But there's only one week left, so I just got power through. And then get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how about you, Mary? What was new for you this week? Um, this week we had our book club Christmas party and so um, at our house. And that was pretty fun. We had, uh, I think, six, seven of us total. Um, or six of us total. And then mm-hmm. um, also this week, this coming week, I have four Christmas parties at work. And so I'm looking forward to that. We had uh, one last week and now four this week. Uh, three of them are during the day this week, and then the one on Friday is at night. It's Lobster Fest, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Okay, so for our first segment, we're doing a Gonzaga update. Uh, The Zags just beat, or this week, they beat the Washington Huskies, and they are now 9-0. They are still first place overall. Yeah, we're still first place. Still first place overall. I've been doing some research. It's been 74 years since the Washington Huskies have beaten Gonzaga at Gonzaga in Spokane. So that's that's quite the winning streak. And, and we almost lost it this week. And we did almost lose them. Maybe maybe they felt a little bit of overconfidence. But uh, let, let me run you through this game and some st- stats that went on during it. So Rui Hachimura, as usual, did excellent. He got 18 points in the first half and six of those points coming from the free throw line. So he definitely did his job. The and the Zags were up forty to thirty at the first half. So everything's looking good. Yeah, it was looking good. So like at the halftime I went to take a shower because the game started at eight PM on Wednesday and so I was like, Okay, I'll take a sh- quick shower during halftime. We were up. I might miss it the first few minutes of the second half. So it was okay. But then by the time I got back, then ugh, Washington started the second half on a fifteen to two run. 
Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't have taken that shower, Mary. That, that, uh, that's probably what killed us right there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so it was a 15 to two run. And then they, they took the lead for a little bit. And it was back and forth all the way through the second half. It was and a really it close was, game. It was in the kennel. So it's like, I feel like we yeah, it was that a home game. advantage. People were going nuts. Yeah, everyone was screaming their heads off. Um, so anyways, it was a tie game with 9.4 seconds left, yeah. which should not be happening at home against On, an like, UW's unranked not even ranked. Team. Yeah, they're not even ranked. This is, so, like, this okay, is so we embarrassing have, by all accounts. <laughs> yeah, so we have like, the UW game at home, and then we have the Tennessee game. They're ranked. And then the UNC game, they're ranked. And so yes. of the three games, like I think that they were like, okay, we just got to like pace ourselves because we have three like two more tough games after this and they didn't think that UW was going to be such a threat but then you know 9.4 seconds left and we're tied yeah but luckily uh Rui saved the day with 0.6 seconds left he uh he hit the game contested game winning jump shot which was around the free throw line area and uh we won the game off that he finished with 26 points and seven rebounds and some notable stats about the game was, I didn't realize this before, but Washington was actually projected to be in the top 25. So they're actually projected to be a good team, but they they lost that uh, ranking because they had an early loss. Mm-hmm. So it's not like Washington was just absolutely horrible and they somehow got close. They're actually a pretty good team. So good for them. And that was really well played by them for making it close. And uh, yeah, we have to do better at not letting it be that close especially at home but also some impressive ever yeah or ever really um some impressive stats were we were 19 from 19 at the free throw line that's crazy if we'd missed if we'd gone 16 for 19 we probably would have lost that game like free throws are so important because they're like the name suggests free (laughs) and uh good good for the good for the team for making all those we also shot 40 percent from the three-point line which is pretty good Mm -hmm. that's that's a pretty good uh, three-point percentage. And also one more stat that I found really impressive is six Zags almost scored over 10 points, which basically means that we get our offensive production from more than just one player, two players. Uh, it's everyone on the and team that's contributing. you don't even have Killian Tilly or uh, who's the other guy? Oh, Gino Crandall. They're both out still. And so, I mean, once they get – once they're healthy again, I feel like they'll really contribute to the team a lot too. Yeah, we are playing with two injured, uh, I would say, starters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two injured starters. So we're doing pretty good for considering uh, uh, we only have three out of five starters that are healthy. Yeah, and I was reading that um, at the beginning of the season, um, basically Rui and Killian Tilly were supposed to be the two front runners for the team and kind of like lead the team. And so mm-hmm. once Killian got hurt... And Rui has really had to take on a lot of responsibility, and he's really been doing really well. Yeah, him, uh, Brandon Clark, and uh, Norvell Jr. have all like stepped up yeah, pretty big. for sure. And good for them. So <laughs> also, we're recording this podcast Sunday morning, and Gonzaga has another tough game today. Yeah, game, uh, the tip-off is in about an hour from right now. When yeah, we're and it's this. against number seven Tennessee, mm-hmm. number seven overall in the country. So this is going to be a close game. This is not at Tennessee. It's not at Gonzaga. It's at a neutral game, neutral stadium in Phoenix, Arizona. It's, I'm not sure who will have the home crowd advantage. Uh, I'm not sure how many Zags are down in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So it'll probably be a truly neutral game. So let's just hope for the best and go Zags. Yeah, go Zags. Fingers crossed. 
All right, for our second segment, we're going to talk about the Christmas pickle. Now, Brian, you know that I love pickles, right? Yes, you do love pickles. You tell me this all the time. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and one year for Christmas, my parents gave me a pickle ornament. Uh, but turns out there's a whole tradition around this, and it's a really popular thing to have a pickle ornament on your tree. Um, hmm. The tradition is on Christmas morning, um, the person that finds the pickle hidden in the branches either gets to be the first to open a present or receives a special present, or just receives good fortune all year, because apparently pickles are lucky. Um, the goal is to keep kids from rushing to the present so that they can appreciate each gift. Um, now, we didn't particularly ever do the thing where they hide the pickle. We just, I like to put the pickle on the tree. Okay, so is this, is this um, would they theoretically hide it from, the parents hide this from the kids, like, yeah, the, the parents night before or Christmas? Santa. Like, I think okay. the legend is that, like, Santa would hide the pickle. Oh, okay. Uh, and then... So Santa's got, like... <laughs> and they have a special present. Pickles. <laughs> I guess so. That's funny. But anyways, the Christmas pickle, or I don't know how to say this, uh, Weichen Gurke, it's W-E-I-H-N-A-C-H-T-S-G-U-R-K-E, supposedly has German origins. Oh, that's probably why it's spelled so weird. Yes. Um, but actually, in 2016, the New York Times reported that 91% of the 2,000 Germans that they polled had never heard of the tradition attributed to them. So it's actually that's a German impressive. study that they did not in the New York Times, but the New York Times r- reported about it. And most of them had never heard about it. Yeah, I definitely hadn't heard of it. Yeah, but uh... didn't you, you lived in Germany when you were young, right? Uh, yeah, for, for I think when I was like one or two. And so you never and heard about it the Christmas that, No, I, I, I don't think I've retained that many memories from from that early childhood. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I definitely had not learned about the Christmas pickle when I was over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, the tradition is the most popular in the Midwest, in um, Berrien Springs, Michigan. They even hosted a pickle festival for about 11 years. And actually, no one really knows the true origins of the pi- Christmas pickle because it's not clearly not a German thing if 91% of them had never heard of it before. Uh, But the most likely explanation that this actually started as a marketing scheme in the late 1800s, which that's probably how most traditions start, honestly. Yeah, someone tried to sell something. Someone wanted to sell a pickle ornament. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So there's two two, um, ideas about how this started. Uh, one of them is a five-and-dime store, Woolworths, began importing German glass-blown ornaments shaped like fruit and nuts in the 1890s and possibly paired the tradition with the pickle ornaments to, in order to sell more of them. Mm-hmm. But the far less exciting origin story is that um, there's some theories that involve the starving prisoners surviving off of a pickle or St. Nicholas saving children from death by pickle barrel. So, oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know how that last one relates to finding a hidden present or a special present by finding the pickle ornament. But, you know, pickles are a good thing overall, and it's great to be able to bring them into the holiday season. Yeah, I mean, it it certainly is interesting that pickles somehow got incorporated with Christmas. I find that so amusing. Like, 
let's just hope i know you love pickles let's just hope it they stay at christmas i do not want them moving over to halloween i do not want to be looking <laughs> for candy and finding a pickle <laughs> in any any anywhere <laughs> what i love pickles i think i've had a pickle like five of the last seven nights oh my god <laughs> but they're so good i have my aunt franny's pickles all the time they're the best yeah they, they are good but yeah, uh, they're great. good. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> so wrapping up, remember to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Soon new episodes will be available on your phone as soon as you release new content. Treat yourself this Christmas with a free audiobook from Audible. Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks that play on any device, anytime, anywhere. SAS Stories and Sarcasm listeners can get a 30-day membership trial that include one free audiobook of your choice. Just go to audibletrial.com slash podcast to start your trial and choose your book today. Leave us a review on iTunes and we'll give you a special shout out on the next podcast. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash sarcasm and on Instagram at sarcasm. Thanks for listening and uh, go Zags! Go Zags. Tennessee beat the volunteers. <laughs>